welcome to Don't Tell Dad, the podcast where we talk about things our parents don't need to know. I'm your host, Ellie Dorn, here with my dad and only, John Dorn. Hello, everyone. Whether it's something as small as staying up late to watch a movie or as big as getting a tattoo, we've all been there. But don't worry, you're not alone. Each week we'll be joined by guests who will share their own stories and secrets with us in the second half. So stay tuned and let's get rolling to the truth. And welcome back to Don't Tell Dad, where we will keep your secrets along with thousand other people. <laughs> we promise you to not keep your secrets. <laughs> That's if you want to share them or not. <laughs> really? I'm your host, Ellie Dorn. As you all know, I am doing this with my father, John Dorn. <laughs> John Dorn, Johnny D, JD, Papa D. Juan. 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 You have, have so many nicknames. I, I have a lot of aliases. Aliases? Yeah, Johnny D. John. Probably... Johnny, all your friends used to call all Jacob's friends. All Jake's friends was Papa D. Call me Papa D. Because even like my friends started because like Mackenzie, mm. she calls mom Mama D. Really, yeah. And it's funny because Ma, when we went to her baby shower, Mom was talking about, she like told me that she wanted to put like a bag of chips and salsa in her baby bag for her. And I was like, That's I asked so her, I was funny. like, did you end up putting like chips and salsa in the gift? And she was like, no, I forgot to. And we told Mackenzie that and she was like, oh my God, I wish you would have. <laughs> and then she like started telling some of our other friends and she was like, yeah, no, I used to go over to Ellie's house all the time and eat all their salsa. And they'd always be like, I literally just got salsa <laughs> the other day did. and she ate the whole she thing every time. I forgot about it. I forgot that oh, she could. Oh, I remember because mom sat me down one time and was like, you really need to talk to Mackenzie about bringing her own salsa. Oh, ice cream too, man. Ice cream. So the sherbet. I think I saw you, like, there's a Facebook picture of, like, us sitting in, like, your first, like, house that you got when you guys got divorced. Yeah. And we're in, like, a twin-size bed. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah. literally, I, I look like... two twins in that bedroom, but you Yeah, because Josh and I shared. Oh, you did? Yeah, but oh, Josh always slept out on the yeah, couch. He never slept in the... He never slept in the... Sofa I was going to say he never slept in the room. Anyway, so how was your week? <laughs> My week was... Felt really long. Honestly, I think it felt long because... We have so many people at work. Mm. And I think now that the weather is becoming nice and like spring break just got done. So during like between like eight and two or eight even in like 3.30, it's like dead. Mm. And like we're training, I don't know, like maybe four or five of them, which is great. You know, they all are pretty cool people. But I'm like, mm. I feel so awkward just standing there and like not doing anything. Uh -huh. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> Well, I had a good week. Yeah. Let's flip it around to my my week was like, you know, very long and fine or whatever. Your week. Ba -da -ba -bum. Ooh. Ooh. It is a little scary. Yeah. Oh, it's missed. I have a stalker. I have a person. That His name is Bill. 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 Bill, um, not the science guy. Bill has, for some reason, taken upon himself to hate me. For no reason that we know of. No. I guess that we can figure out. I have not heard a legitimate reason why he hates me so much, but he... If um, there is a reason, it's either jealousy, hatred towards... I don't know. I think charity? I don't know. Well, yeah, no, that's true. Some friends of ours in our lives have said that he's just jealous of like our lifestyle and our life or something. Which, I mean, people, you can do that. Don't get us wrong. We are amazing people. Look at us. <laughs> I mean, it's John and I. <laughs> I mean, cross we, out John in the picture, and I'm basically just amazing and make up the family. So <laughs> You're so amazing. Oh, my God, no. Um, but he decided to come over Bill to my house on a Thursday evening at 10.45 p.m. exactly, knowing we have cameras and did Which is so funny because when you texted me, I don't even, you were heading out to go pick up someone from yeah, the airport. Yeah. And I thought we were talking about, I was so confused during that whole conversation because you were talking about how you were gonna be back at like one o'clock and I thought you meant the next day, like you had to pick uh, him up on Friday. Uh, and so I was so confused on what you were, were like even talking about with the whole, Oh, like 11 o'clock or whatever and then you texted me at like 11 o'clock and you're like oh i just went out and like my tires flat and i literally <laughs> remember reading it and i was like huh, that sucks have fun with car issues my car's running great <laughs> i was like you automatically got him and then you sent me the video the next day and i watched the video and i was on my way to my doctor's appointment and i remember i was just about to pull out and i watched the video and i was like no 
Mm. No, it's not. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. It is. Well, in, and honestly, the person I picked up from the airport, I thought it was just coincidental. And, the, and literally, he was like, no, dude. He's like, what's up with that? So then I went back and th- went through the cameras, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. He actually did it. Oh, so. so you didn't even. I didn't. I didn't realize that it was intentional until. Well, when you ran over it, what was your initial thought? Like, could you hear anything? No, oh, instantly. Instantly. He said it so that it would instantly pop my So car. it was like on an angle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, I literally put the car in reverse, and it popped. I didn't even so then that I wonder if that's how he fixed it then because I wonder if it was more just like before like if you put it up and it fell and then you know like when he has to like readjust his body and like whatever right yeah yeah which keep in mind everyone let's just talk about the fact the fact that this dude is so dumb let alone he knew we had cameras because we've sent him messages of cameras before Mm -hmm. of video proof of what he's done before because this isn't just the first time. No, this is no. like a multiple. Ins- there's yeah. been multiple incidents, which we don't need to go into detail about. But he knew we had cameras, went behind our neighbor's yards, which is a crazy coincidence, which also name is John. John lives by three Johns. John, John, John. There's literally John, John, John. John, John. And right. where does John live? In the middle, right in the dead middle of it. But he snuck into our next door neighbor's John's yard thinking i'm assuming he had to have thought that was his way of getting out of our cameras i don't know though but man that i mean we have cameras everywhere you know so i don't i don't know i have cameras like i'll you cannot enter my house without me seeing you so i don't know i i I mean he was drunk he admitted he was drinking you know and that's the thing where i was going to next you're stupid to even the cops didn't even bring up anything about alcohol and what does he say oh yeah i had a couple drinks and drove or whatever literally admitted to drinking and driving and they can't freaking charge him with a dui because they don't have proof proof is he admitted it that's what bothers me the most but now he's being charged with several charges and he has a restraining order so he can't come within you know, he can't come to my work. He can't call me. He can't text me. He can't email me. He can't come anywhere near me. So I'm. There's been like thoughts where I'm like, as long as I'm like in vicinity of John Doran, I'm set. <laughs> like maybe I'll just stick by John's side. <laughs> well, you know, I was watching a TikTok with Sandra Bullock, her 911 call, where she's calling the police and's like, I'm, I have a safe room. I'm in my safe room. Somebody's in my house right now. And literally, like, don't walk go out. I can hear somebody at my door. And she's like, okay. The 911 is like, okay, you can hang up now. We have them in our custody. You can come out. And I'm like, people like Bill who do shit to others like that, mm-hmm. it, it, I hate to give him or them this amount of power, but it messes with your psychological head so oh 100 percent. what's it like for sandra bullock to be like now go to bed in the safe room and be like so worried about people so it's messed with you know my head for sure well i was gonna say it's like when we you know when we both drive into the neighborhood like kind of like what we talked about yesterday it's instant because his house is diagonal to our house so when you was he moved before he all did this keep in mind he also moved so he he drove yeah he was a crazy person to us before he moved and then he drove and then he drove to from where he lived 10 miles 10 miles away to do to do this at 10 45 at night but i mean when you pull into the driveway you instantly see where he used to live so it's like instant and the people who moved in there now i'm sure they're probably sweet i don't think we've met them yet no i haven't i'd love to meet but they seem like cool people as far as i've seen them outside um but they have the exact same car that one of them drove in his family and every time i see it Mm. i'm like oh god oh god there's other two two um who's good friends with adam sandler what's his name and his assistant came into his house and he woke up with his assistant in his bedroom oh yeah what yeah could you imagine making up and be like what you what you doing there bud (laughs) seriously so today is facing some charges he's gotten served and has a went well a restraining order. Did not go badly, which we thought it would. Yeah. They're apparently catching him on his good days. Hmm. So that's how my week was, ladies and gentlemen. 
I think that this episode's going to air before last week's episode. I'm dead right now. <laughs> last week's episode, though, like, when it does air, folks, you're going to want to stay tuned for that one because that one, you're, oh, God. There's some funny people on that one. There, we had a lot of We fun. love them. You learned some things. We, we yeah. learned some things, you know. We had some good laughs, some good secrets spilled. Some things that John spilled that I did not know. So I that was fun. Surprised. I did not know what you, when you said that story. I had no idea, which I find is so funny because I told, who did I tell that to? I think it was Haley. I told it to Haley and I was like, said like everything and she was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> and I was like, dude, yeah. And she was like, I'm dead right now. I was like, I, I'm shocked. I don't know how that literally, no, That's never so would have crossed my mind, but you'll it, have to listen to that one. It was a little ADD-ish, but it was a good podcast. It's a good podcast. It's a good podcast if you're cleaning or doing something mm -hmm. because it's a lot of Oof. a lot of AD, a lot ADHD of AD, right there. <laughs> it is 81 degrees out and we're going to have the best time with our I secret also, today. I can't. Who is our secret? Jen from Texas. We had Jen from person. Texas. It's our second person from Texas. So Wow, we're getting all those Texas people. I mean, obviously, maybe yeah. all the Texans just like bald people. <laughs> I think we should talk to her. Yeah, no, let's that's bring her without up. Without any further ado, let's that's let's bring up. her up. All right. Okay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for <laughs> hanging out with us. Yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> well, John's stressed right now. He's just like decompressing. I'm great. It's been a little bit of. That's a, awesome. It's been a little bit of a week, but. Still has it. Yeah. Um, John had his first. I was gonna say contact with the police, but it's not the first time. No. John had his first restraining order at 53 years old. I have a. I have a, what? I have a stalker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to tell me more. Yeah. Big stalker. Yeah, I'd say it was police reports, detectives, and like restraining orders, unfortunately, but. Um, Today's, today's better, but you know, like it's stressful. But you, I'm preaching the choir with you. You know about stress. I do know about stress quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Join the club. I feel like I'm going to handle it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but you look so good. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we, <laughs> we try. All the way from Texas. All the way. Yes. Another. Uh, from Texas, Texas is a pretty great place. Born and raised? I was born and raised for the first seven years in Texas, and then I was a military brat until I graduated high school. I lived mostly in Germany and Pennsylvania. Oh, that's awesome. Was that yeah. awesome? Yeah. Was that awesome? Yes. It was super awesome because I was able to stay in each place for four to five years, um, which is kind of unlike most military families. I was going to say, I feel like um, I'm usually there for like a year. Yeah, like two years, three years at most, if you're very, very lucky. I was able to spend four years, almost five years in Germany, and we, wow. you know, even though I didn't appreciate it at the time, because I wanted to hang out with my friends, like, we went to every single country, every single place you could imagine, so wow. I'm so thankful for it now. That's so cool. I guess. So, where did you officially graduate from high school from? From a tiny little town in Pennsylvania okay. called Carlisle. Okay. All right. <laughs> So, yeah. So that was, did you move to Carlisle your senior year then? No, I moved there my freshman year. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So I spent all three years. Oh, that's kind of nice. So, I mean, you had like a overall high school experience then. Yeah, for sure. What was it like? Re what, 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 what was it like? Well, I don't know how. To All right, I'm just going to ask you questions because this is kind of fascinating to me. But I'm also thinking like you had a military dad. I was say what part or what branch. So he was in the army. He was a doctor. Okay. Ah, oh, that's cool. I gotcha. Our yeah. Last guest last week, her husband was an anesthesiologist in the army. I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm picturing your dad as a badass dude. He was. So he was definitely a strict, uh, a strict dad for sure. Yeah. He's gotten a lot softer in his old age. When you brought your first boyfriend there, how'd that go? Well, I have always had a history of picking bad guys, so he's, you know, never liked anybody I've been with. <laughs> Aw, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a homeless subject. I pick great. I was going to say, I think that's reverse for you and me because I haven't been in many relationships, John. I think that's definitely... Right. I'm basically like you're bringing home the woman for me to... Interview. Father uh, on. Be like, listen up. What are your intentions with my father here? I don't need another sibling. <laughs> I, I actually set Ellie up with her first boyfriends so. he did he did <laughs> really yeah. yeah how did it turn out not very good <laughs> we, we broke up <laughs> it was a good breakup though. it was a it was a good breakup we're still friends so i mean okay it's not that's like good. that's all you can out for it's hmm. not like you know i mean if someone asked he does flooring that's how they got he didn't john's flooring to my floors so. <laughs> but he and his family is friends with i would say he is too, so. he, yeah we have connections yeah. to like his family from so, I mean, there's really no way of us hating yeah. each other, let alone I don't. <laughs> Do you have siblings? Like, did you? I am an only child. Okay, right on. Okay. Only child. Um, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah. I feel like a lot of yeah. only childs will realize that when they get older. The, and not yeah. Because I do feel like, especially too, like if you're with your significant other and they have siblings, then it's kind of like you see their relationship with their mm -hmm. siblings and it's like, oh, I don't really have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And, you know, you don't have brothers and sisters to, you know, help you take care of your parents as they get older. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like, and, it, and there is a serious factor of kind of like, not jealousy, but feels like you're missing out when you see other people like your partner, you know, with mm -hmm. their huge family and you have you know just your parents i feel like so, yeah, me, it's like, different. Yeah. being the youngest child like there's so many times where i'd see like all of my friends had younger siblings mm, and you were the youngest and i was the one who always had the older siblings mm. which was fine it was great in the long term but like seeing them like have the little siblings i'm like oh i could be an awesome big yeah. sister like where am i at? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. yeah i complain to josh all the time about you and i I mean, not all the time, but I mean, oh, like if, you, like if I like if you and I or mom and I get into a fight or something, there's always like it's either Josh texting and being like, hey, what did mom say? Or like, hey, like what did dad say? Or like, what was that about? Or blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like full on bitch mode towards both of you. And I'm great. sure there's more arguments with your mom than me. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah, sure. That's totally right. Are both of your parents still on the earth? Are they... That was yeah, they actually live like had a quarter across the street from me. Oh, so that's, that's amazing. Awesome. We have. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, yeah. I built a house next to my parents when I was first married. So my kids, when they were young, yeah, grew up, you know, walking over to grandma and grandpa's. It was amazing. We had like a little path. Mm -hmm. And I remember, do you remember? I don't know if you will. That shirt, it was a white t-shirt that grandma got me from Florida. And it had a little teddy bear on it with a suitcase. And it was like, that's it. I'm going to grandma's. Um, you remember that shirt? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I used to wear that every single time I went over there. Aww. That's amazing. That's awesome. How long did your dad serve? He served for, I want to say like 30 years. So he hey. started out. Yeah, he, he started out in, you know, he did his undergrad. And then he got a master's in physics. And then he got into the Air Force and finished his medical school. And then he got out and he uh, was in a private practice here in Dallas for like seven years when I was from like born to when I was seven. Oh, shoot. And then he got back into the Army and did like 20 years. So. Wow. He's got a story, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he, was, he was definitely into it. Props to him. He also swims at the deep end of the pool. I'm more of a shallow person. Yeah, if he's yeah. I'm going to chill where I can touch. I'm all set with that. That dude, that dude intellectually must be, yeah, that's cool. It's like me when I go on heights. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting closer to the ground. Are your kids close? Yeah. You have a boy and a girl, right? Or I have three kids. Okay. So I have a 16-year-old girl, a 14-year-old girl, and then my little boy who has special needs is nine. He just looks, he looks like he's like five, maybe four. I have a confession to make. John did not tell me who was coming on the podcast today, and I did not know who you were, so I did stalk your Instagram. And I just have to say, oh. your girls are gorgeous. Oh, thank you. They're gorgeous. They're so different. 
Yeah. They're so different. It's like, it's very interesting to have three different kids who are absolutely like the most opposite you could possibly be. Mm. And 16, the girls are? Yeah. And so here's my story. My boys were little hellions, like absolutely horrible in high school. Ellie was an absolute angel in high school until she got, I'm yeah, don't put, don't put your hand on right now. Cause when oh, you got out I of am. high school, a the senior only... year actually. All right. Yeah. Well, that's when, <laughs> that's when I got about, my MIP. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different story. My question though is how are your girls? Are they giving you a run for their money or are they? So <laughs> that's really, that's actually really, really interesting that your boys, gave you the most trouble. I think that's kind of like uncommon. My oldest girl is maybe more responsible than I am. She's very helpful. She's super mature. She gives me no trouble. I give her a lot lot of freedom. Oldest like daughters. Yeah. I mean, Grace was like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of like that older, like you're closer to the bomb. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she's like, she's like more of a loner and she, you know, she likes music and she likes, kind of more weird things but she's she really food. smart and yeah and then my my middle kid uh the 14 year old she is a complete nightmare she's like your classic have you guys seen mean girls yes yes okay oh so so there's like the main mean girl oh yes whose name is Re- um, yeah so it's like regina yeah she is regina, regina i swear to you <laughs> yeah yeah no no <laughs> yeah. i love her i love your middle daughter she's, yeah she's like she's hilarious i'm but basically she's just like the all about the friends all about the makeup no. yeah she's i mean she is a nightmare she's the one who gets in trouble she's like she's treated like a queen she's I'm so lazy dead. and so she's uh, like all, it's all about the popularity for her. And is she a eighth grade or a freshman? She's an eighth grade. Eighth grade going on. Now we've determined your middle child. What were you? Were, were you your oldest? I was say, were you? Yeah, which one were you? Yeah, which Who one did were you, you uh, most <laughs> correlate to? You know, I feel like I'm kind of a mix. Like I definitely got in trouble a whole lot when I was a kid because I didn't really have anyone to fight with except for my parents and uh, so that's true i mm-hmm. yeah i mean if my dad wasn't around i was definitely talking back to my mother poor thing just <laughs> trying to gain i guess any kind room, of control man. sure yeah oh yeah no if you if you stepped in the room it's over it was yeah i mean if i if i did anything like talk back or say the wrong word or look at anybody wrong so what, what he would do is he would ground me for 24 hours straight which meant, you know, no TV, no phone, no friend, like nothing. I could only watch the news for 24. And he counted it down to the exact oh, minute. Oh, God. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So there was a incentive. Oh. But you still got in trouble, didn't you? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I did get in trouble. <laughs> we want to know what kind of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've had, like, I feel like, John, you picked a good person to come on today. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, I didn't do anything terrible because I was afraid to, mm, you know, based yeah. on what, what his reaction would be. But I would say the most trouble I got in was I was in 10th grade and <clears throat> my parents gave, it was New Year's Eve. And my parents gave me this stupid, stupid curfew at 10 o'clock. Oh, you can't and do that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And I was a responsible kid. I mean... It was so embarrassing. And so I went to this party with all of my friends who were mostly seniors. So even more embarrassing. Yep. And and so I had my best senior friend take me home at 10. And I actually asked him to pick me up 45 minutes later. And I snuck out of the house. And I was caught. Oh. And yeah. And like I have such bad memories of a night. Because not only was I caught, but I was. I was also drinking my first beer and I remember being made fun of so much because I was holding the beer by the neck of the beer oh, instead no. of like, the, yeah, so you can only That'd imagine what people were saying. Uh, I feel like that was like the was thing to terrible. do though when you were kids. Kind of like because you put your like hand, right, like you, you put, put your, your hand your over it. it or two, right? Because we were yeah. having a conversation about that at work the other day, actually, with the Jones soda. Really? Do you remember when like Jones soda yeah, used to be the shit? Yeah. 
And literally, I would always only be able to get it if we were went to like Pita House or something. Mm, it was always like yeah. a special occasion. Yeah. I would only be able to get yeah. it. And now it's just like whatever. But that's how you would always hold them. Like the neck. Or it was yeah. the neck. Or yeah. even yeah. the glass thing of root beer. Like that's what you, I don't know. Like that's what you did as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People were just making fun of me. And then I was grounded for straight up six months. Oh. And it was the worst. Oh. It was the worst. Oh, how, wait, six t- months? <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. Tell us, like, I want to know yeah. how you got caught, and then, like, tell, like, how did that happen? How did he bust you? I had my room upstairs, and then I also had a second room in the basement, so I planned to sleep in the basement that night, and there was a back door, like, oh, right walk, a walkout, it was like a walkout basement, Yep. and that's how I did it, and my parents checked on me for, like, the first time ever, and I, was I wasn't say, there. How did you so. get, like, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so well, but then she called I, all the all the people that she can think of. Uh, she knew, she knew, yeah, she knew who I would I would have been with, and they called and made so me come home. Knew, and it was, she was the mom to literally call the moms to call the moms to call the moms. <laughs> and then then yeah, somebody said yeah, exactly. like you're at Brian's house, and, and then did they did he yeah. drive over to their house? <laughs> no, they had that same friend of mine bring me home immediately, and that that contact that friend was the last I had for you know six months so on your way home in that car ride how scared were you (laughs) I was extremely scared um my because my dad is a very he was he's not anymore a very scary person Mm. he would never hit me or anything like that of course but I was terrified of him and you know he, he would like take his finger and like point it in my face and that was yep. the worst experience mm. ever uh, yeah ooh. yeah ooh. <clears throat> the finger they give you and they point at you and you're like oh shit that's like not even the mad card that's like the disappointment card but just in gestures <laughs> yeah it was it was so bad and yeah and and he held to his 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 side and i had no contact no tv no phone yeah it was I only had school, so I loved going to school. I was going to say, was it literally just like school and home and that's it? Yep. School and home. Oh, for six Was it the whole school year though? So it wasn't any type of break or anything? So like, what would you do on a break, right? Yeah, like spring break and like Christmas break. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> again, she's like, again. Yeah, again. How much, no, how many that's times not. Can I, say this? I didn't do anything. <laughs> when they mean grounding, they meant grounding. <laughs> yeah, it was it was straight up grounding. No. So, Dang. Um, my dad. I, I, were your parents ever weird? Like, if you were to sleep over at someone's house, were they weird about that? No, no. They were, as long as I followed the rules, they were always fine. It's just when I tried to break the rules, because their rules were a little bit stupid, you know? Because I had a friend um, who literally, her parents, they were from Brazil. Oh, And yeah. her parents were so strict, and she yeah. had probably, like, same curfew, 10 o'clock curfew, but was never allowed to have sleepovers. Mm. Like, was, like wouldn't oh. let people sleep over at her house, or wouldn't let people, like, she wasn't be able to, like, You'd literally have to beg her mom, but have to tell her like three weeks in advance to beg her. But sleepovers today, I don't know, Jen, you can agree. Like I wasn't a girl, obviously, and I did. But mm-hmm. at your sleepovers, like I were really controlled. So I think. Yeah, I guess just, that's true. So I don't know what you do for your girls, but like, you know, we had a, we had some people that you didn't sleep overnight there. And there were some people that we oh, knew. Oh, yeah. Really ah, I know well, who you're talking really, about. Yeah, really well. Right. So, right. But back, you know, my age you know i don't know yeah so how do you deal with that now with your girls so um your rules compared to so my my rules are very i i don't have a lot of rules i expect a few things from my kids and that is have your area clean uh help out help out around the house and help out your family make decent grades because it's not the most important thing in the world and respect that's like the biggest thing is respect. So hmm. as long as you're doing those things, I'm good with you. Yeah. I give a lot of freedom. We are completely open in what we talk about. Like I, I do things a lot different than my parents. And then as far as sleepovers, I'm fine with sleepovers as long as I meet the parents face to face. That makes sense. Right on. Yeah. 
Yeah, that totally makes sense. So, I feel like at least for like the first sleepover, like you have to at least have some mm-hmm. contact with that parent and be yeah. like, okay, who are you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and you'd, you'd actually be surprised how many parents, like how many kids sleep over at my house mm. and I never see the parent ever. Really? Which I like, I would never let my kids go to I'm someone's like house. I'm like shocked like nowadays too. Is that, you're divorced, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that has to do like more with that, the fact that you're a woman, maybe like that you're a woman and you don't have a man like staying in the house? Yeah. Yeah. I I guess it's possible. It's possible. I never thought about it like that, actually. Yeah, that's possible. Do your kids see dad? Wow. So my kids had like different rules and expectations, like when the kids oh, were there compared okay, to that's like. That's a fair question. We're done. So I call myself like, which is mathematically correct in 100%. I am a 92% mom. So I have all three of my kids with me like 92% of the time. Mm-hmm. I rarely get a break, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> my, so my, my kids have two different my dad my girls have the same dad and he's you know he's around he's not a, he used to be a bad guy he's a great guy now but he's just you know he's just there he only sees them you know every other weekend and kind he of doesn't, goes. He's, just, he's a nice parent yeah mm. yeah dad. he's a nice the little a nice uncle. Parent. disney dad yeah exactly yeah. that's what it's like um and then my son's dad is very hands-on Mm. But he works all the time. So, mm. and we we actually live in the same neighborhood as well, oh. and our families are close. Oh, um, wow. So we got divorced, and we, we stayed friends. Oh, that's so. nice. Boy, that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. And is he remarried? Yeah. No, okay. uh, I don't okay. think ever. He's not the relationship type of guy. Mm. Uh, gotcha. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> how how long have you been divorced? Um, I guess eight years. Right on. Okay. So it's been, yeah, so it's been a long time. Been a little time. And I, I've had I had one really bad relationship for about three years since then. That I left three years ago. Uh, so I have been in a relationship. I've, I've just been single for three years yeah. since. So. Right on. John can relate to that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> wow. I, I was literally thinking, I wonder how long before Ellie throws me under the bus. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, mm, yep. I know that one. I'm actually nine years <laughs> divorced. Actually, I think it'll be 10 years in June. Okay, so yeah, but ten... you've been separated for like 13 yeah, years. We were separated for a couple of years before that, and I've had a couple of relationships in between. <gasps> <there>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a couple. <laughs> anyway. It's like, okay. Yeah, sure, we'll count that. Can you count on your hands, John? Oh, wow. wow. Oh, man. I know. this. That this... must be a lot. <laughs> John's really found himself throughout, <laughs> throughout the years that's good that's good that's awesome are you friends with your ex no they are not (laughs) wait a minute they've gotten better they've gotten better now but I think I mean you guys can communicate and be in the same room and be fine or whatever it's just that awkward tension you can feel it we're we're oh so the yeah her and I have gone through some waves of bad to good to bad to good. But today, you know, we're good. It's been 10. This 10 week years. we're set. Well, it's been 10 years, right? So that's been good. But I mean, I was actually engaged at one time too between yeah. this divorce and, you know, Ellie's still friends with her and I'm still friends with her. Like we still talk. She's got a long-term relationship since we've even broke up. But that, rela- okay. that relationship's been, like I still talk to her. I was going to say, I feel like that relationship as long as the relationship ended within like kind of both ways, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Plus I feel like throughout the years, I mean, you obviously grew as a person. Well, you go up through that turmoil of breaking up with somebody, and you know, that anxiety of breaking right. up and then you take everything personal and it's all their fault and all that. When you Then when the rubber hits the road, we all are human and make mistakes and she's just trying to, you know, live her And life then you somewhere. realize that you're better off alone. Like John. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that, but maybe. No, you're 10 times better in a relationship. So, I'm what? You're 10 times better as a person in a relationship. In a relationship? Yeah. Really? When you're in a relationship, it's 10 times better. Really? Are you kidding? Wow. I get more attention. That's good. Um, You get more attention from me or from the other person? No, I think... Hey, don't worry. Just listen. Maybe we should turn this over to you. (laughs) I think from from both. I mean, I think it depends on who it is. Mm. 
like if you're like previously girlfriend from a couple months ago her i was iffy about I liked her and I didn't like her. You you always know though if I like her. I'm pretty verbal about it if yeah. I don't freaking like them. Yeah, yeah. Have your girls met anybody and are they, what's the word I'm looking for? Ellie's pretty critical. <laughs> I give them <laughs> hard questions. No, you should. You absolutely, I was gonna ask you first, like what are what is your criteria for women your dad you know, wants to date? I feel like what, I don't want to make you sound like a hoe bag, but like, with how many have you gone through? You've gone wow. through a lot of types of women. Oh my god! <laughs> but like different types. Like I feel like you. That wasn't the question. If like I'm a you've explored. Bag. So I mean, I feel like number one is like one of his girlfriends was almost like jealous of our relationship, which I'm like, okay. Oh. Like, I'm his weird. daughter. You know, obviously, yeah. like I'm completely all, you know, you guys can do whatever you want. Obviously, I want him to be happy, but I also am like, you know, if I need him, I'm going to need him. You can't be a bitch and be like, oh, no, like she'll be fine. I'm pretty open. Like, and like my kids are super important to me. Uh, you know, all three of my kids are really, really important. And so, I'll, you know, like if I'm dating you, Ali is important. My kid, like if they have an issue or something. Um, I think too, especially like a lot of them get jealous with how much time we spend together. And I did. Yeah. And if I want to take you shopping, we're going to go shopping. Like, you know, but I'll, it's not that I'm not taking my girlfriend shopping either. Right. Like it's almost like a jealous yeah. side. Well, also though, I also feel like that person. Yeah. That's a bad yeah. Relationship was horrible with her father too, though. Oh, yeah, so no, she think, hated me. Yeah. So she like physically so. told John they broke up because of me, which I take full yeah, pride in. Um, kind of. Hundred percent. A good ninety percent. All right. So. <laughs> I'll take it though. Wait. The question was. Question was. So I mean, you have to like give me time and be okay with our relationship, and then also like actually talk to me. If you're not gonna like, if I meet you for the first time and you don't talk to me and like try to have somewhat of a conversation and you're just awkward well and you have that's very true she's at least got a pretty like you said that i haven't attracted men sometimes that were good for you and i've definitely attracted crazy in my past and ellie's got a really great crazy like she can smell crazy in my oh, percent. where i'm attracted to crazy john's sometimes. attracted to crazy <laughs> and i'm over here like dude she's gonna <laughs> fuck you over in about two months and next thing i know oh we broke up i'm like so sad i'm like oh it's really crazy uh, it's crazy how that happened and i called it <laughs> listen to your daughter I agree, and no one does. No one does. <laughs> I'm over here like singles, wondering why. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great bomb ass girlfriend? But like, here, just give relationship advice to everyone else. That's totally fine. I'm okay with being a therapist. Have your girls met anybody, and how's that? Are they critical? So I have dated a couple of guys in the last three years, but I've never introduced them uh, to my kids just because. The relationship I left last um, was really, really bad. It was mm. it was abusive, mm. physically, verbally, financially. And I actually like moved my entire family out of the state of Texas to live with him. Oh, and like I, including my parents, I moved them like not uh, into the same house but nearby. Uh, yeah, and it was just it was honestly the worst time of our lives. And I, so I'm very hesitant. I have to I have to really be in love with you mm. in order to introduce you to my kids and I haven't been in love since then. Or mm. not that I was right. then, but yeah. you know. Yeah. How long I think too, I mean so, your kids are still pretty young. Yeah. I mean you started yeah. you started introducing me, but I don't feel like 14. Jake and Josh ever really got introduced. Jake and Josh don't really care, but you know, I mean they were pretty so I feel like, doing their own shit. Right. So I feel like girls are different when it comes to like introducing them to boyfriends and how long have you been back in tech like how uh, how's the healing going i guess is it have you yeah i'm i'm fully healed at this point but it, it was definitely a long road so yeah. it was uh, it was just over three years ago okay. that i left and, like ran away in the middle of the night literally wow um yeah and you know went straight to my parents house and then started the process of moving us all back and started my that's how that's what actually prompted my own you know journey of self-discovery that i've been on and so i really really do see that relationship as you know toxic as it was as a gift mm. and my opener it, 
yeah, it's brought me, it's literally brought me into myself. And I've never been happier. I will say, I do feel like every, like, woman, and I don't, obviously, terrible thing to say, but I feel like every woman, like, needs to go through, like, that, not the abusive part, but, like, that much big of a breakup to where it's like, okay, no, this is not what I need. Healthy. Right, like, looking back at it, you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's not right. What are you passionate, like, what, coming out of that relationship, like, um, abusive relationship let's call it what it was or what it is right what do you yeah. what are you passionate about to help other women or men like have you like obviously you're willing to talk about it so have people come into your path that like holy shit i've been there too or? yeah so you know it's funny um you know i i started implementing all of these things to change my own life you know therapy life coaching business coaching different time management skills, all like definitely like a daily non-negotiable workout routine. Mm. I went through massive amounts of grief where I was crying myself to sleep for a period of six months because in a toxic relationship like that, you actually, it hurts to leave them. Right. Yeah. So I, I it was like, well, you yeah, it was like, think it was of all the good things they've done for you. And you're like, well, I mean, they do have this. Yeah. This. It, yeah. And it makes you kind of want to justify all the bad. I, I would say about a year and a half into my journey, I I knew that I wanted to help change people's lives in some way. So <clears throat> I originally wanted to help the old me, which uh, mm-hmm. is what I felt as a toxic people pleaser. Because um, it's ultimately, ultimately my fault that I got myself into those situations. And that was definitely not the first time I've been in that situation. It just mm-hmm. was never that bad before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I originally wanted to help the, you know, woman, toxic people pleaser. And those types of women, I just found that they didn't want to be helped. They mm. said they did, but then they were too afraid to change. Mm. And, and, and then I started, I, I had it. So I became a life coach mm-hmm. and it's helping people is what I really love to do. Like back before I, back before I knew I wanted to be a life coach, I started writing all these kind of inspirational posts on Instagram without any purpose, you know, just writing inspirational things, stories, whatever it may be. And people really liked them. And then I started, well, you know, I started getting deeper and deeper into my journey and I knew I wanted to help people on another level. So, you know, the women did work and turns out that I helped uh, my first, uh, who would be my, my client now, but my first one, a really high-performing corporate guy who was feeling super imbalanced in his life while excelling in his career at the same time, but, like, just completely lost in his personal life. Mm -hmm. And um, helping him kind of changed my trajectory and Mm -hmm. my perspective on who I could really help. And I've really gone over to helping men. So I... I, I really love to help mm. them create what I call next level confidence, mm. and you know, they, they, I help them discover their deepest selves and embrace their masculinity in order to live with freedom and fulfillment. So, wow. um, yeah, I like it. You found your wheelhouse, but it but it means something to me because of all my past with toxic men, mm. and I know that men are good in general, and so really helping men be their best self and their best you know, the best spouse they can be, the best father they can be, and the best, yeah. you know, best person that can be to their own self is, is really important to me based on my uh, poor past with men. So I love that. I love that. John, that. maybe she should life coach you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> I love, though, that everything that you went through and came out of that that's you know the path that you found to help more of a positive mindset well but even like helping men that high level you know men help go you know to a deeper place for themselves i think that's amazing so love that that's awesome yeah thank you i at one point in time i had a spiritual director i had a life coach i had a real estate coach I had a physical trainer and 
you know, I, and that's when my coach said, hey, I think you need to start coaching, but I am all That's when John's coach was like, hey, you might need to go to therapy before you <laughs> Oh, I did, coaching. I had a therapist too, so that was the fifth. The five was therapist too, but. <laughs> that should be number one. But I, but the difference between my life coach and my business coach, you know, obviously totally different, different but. Yeah. But both, I'm grateful for both of them. I th if I remember correctly, there's a semblance of faith too in your life, and how did that, how, oh, absolutely. Yeah, tell us how that plays into your life then and now. And did you grow your parents back in the day? Were they, I hate to, spiritual? Or? Yeah, so we're, we're definitely, we, I grew up very religious and spiritual. Uh, I grew up going to church every single Sunday. We were United Methodist. And, and so faith is very important to me. I'm more spiritual now than religious, which may 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 have a different different definition than you guys. But I consider myself religious. I just don't go to church all the time. Um, we pray every night. We, you know, mm -hmm. I, I right. study the Bible. I still do all the things. Just, just not the church. you know more more with myself. Right. Yeah. But yes, I, I do like I especially when I think of masculinity, for example, and in helping men find their true masculinity, I do, you know, go off the God-given definition of what a masculine man should be. It's like the God, the godly man. Mm. I think the definition of masculinity has been so trashed in our society. Mm -hmm. It's like ruined and men are emasculated. And mm -hmm. I, I try to, I try, I do talk about that a lot also. I, I think the, the true masculine man is, you know, the Proverbs 31 man is, is the way to go. Yeah. As well as the Proverbs 31 woman. Oh, right on. <laughs> I've had this conversation, this masculine and the feminine, you know, femininity and masculine. I've had this conversation a lot lately because I feel like, you know, Gabby Bernstein and Becoming the One, the Rising Women and Brianna West. Like, I feel like there's these women that have are really using their voice. And sometimes I don't feel like men are having a voice right now, but... Also, I think, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, but sometimes I think men are confused. <laughs> like we don't know, like we don't, we've almost not sure how to use our voice. Yeah. And I think a lot of men are scared to use their voice because they get bad reactions when they do mm -hmm. from most of the population, I feel, because of people having that, you know, you hear all the time about, you know, someone a man going to open the door for let's say a woman and she just like is super rude to him right. when he's trying to be nice. It's like little examples like that. Mm. So <clears throat> it's almost like men have become afraid to be themselves and, um, and it's society's fault for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's through, you know, society in general, but politics and Hollywood and yeah. all the different forms, how we get it. And it's just men are, men are afraid. And there are only a few men who do speak out, like Jordan Peterson, for example, who is like my favorite person in the world. Um, but I, I don't see many more who speak out in like a logical, mm -hmm. respectful way. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we're in an interesting point. And even as a dad to boy they're not boys anymore they're men but i want them to have a voice and i want them to have somebody that they can listen to and trust you know with a, a masculine voice from you know that 30 year old and i don't know i just feel like it's it's missing a little bit yeah yeah absolutely and i think a lot of like young boys these days are being raised a lot differently than you know boys from when you and i were kids yeah and i i don't i don't really think it's the best yeah yeah, for sure. That's just my opinion, though. Yep. No. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, same. And so, are you taking on new clients? John wants to know because yeah, absolutely. To Tell us again. <laughs> like, where's your wheelhouse? Is who's the ideal client that if somebody's listening was like, oh, I'm that person. So the ideal client would be any guy who you know is a high performer, which only means to me that you're ready to take action and you're driven mm -hmm. uh, and you're just struggling with uh, whether it's a balance of your financial health, mental, emotional, physical, relational, you know, anything with 
that you're struggling to find a purpose, you're struggling to find your direction in life. And so I hope you find that and people have really changed their lives for the better. Love that. That's I love to watch it. Yeah. Oh man, when you can help people like change and they, but sometimes people say they want to have a coach. They like they they, they want to be able to say they have a coach. They don't really want to have a coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you've run Well, it's like that, saying so. you have a therapist. I have a therapist, right. but you know, I'm not really doing what my therapist wants me to do. Or telling your therapist the truth. Everything, right. Yeah. yeah. And telling that, them the good things of it. That can frustrate me sometimes. It's like, hey, if you want, if you want to just pay me, fine. Yeah. That is frustrating. And I have come across that before because it, yeah, it doesn't matter if they pay you or not, but you want to be able to to help them, like truly help them. And if they're not going to put in the effort, one thing with me is that I'm, I, I am very big on accountability mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit pushy in creating action steps that I, you know, want you to follow that are good for you. And then you come up with yourself, but, but I will hold you to that. And mm-hmm. so that's where some people kind of get into their fear. And mm-hmm. yeah, so, so the mindset is always what has to be uh, kind of changed first and then, and then, then comes the other stuff. Have you found that sometimes you push too hard? Like, ooh, I pushed that person too hard or, or. No, I don't think I push too hard because I think um, with my, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a natural, very kind and loving person. So mm-hmm. I think when I mix that with the maybe little bit of stern pushing, I think it all balances out pretty well. Right on. Good. I can see that. They're so. like, oh shit, no, she legit means it. Yeah. We gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she, the bitchy side's coming out. We don't need that. Side. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to say how people could find you? And there's no wrong. Yeah, people could find me under my name, Jennifer Yale, J E H L. I know it's really weird. Uh, on LinkedIn or Facebook, and then I go by J E N N dot. J-E-H-L on Instagram. Perfect. Awesome. Good. So hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Hit her up. <laughs> if you're <laughs> an amazing executive life coach, you found one. You did it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Uh, hey, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Don't Tell Dad. I want to thank everyone for listening. If you have a secret or story that you'd like to share with us, you can either DM us on Instagram at shh, don't tell dad, and that shh is S-H-H, don't tell dad, or you can email us at storytime at donttelldadpodcast.com. You can either be live on the podcast or you can send your story in and we will read it for you. If you'd like to keep your identity a secret, don't worry. We offer witness protection and we can disguise your voice for you. Thank you all for tuning in to Don't Tell Dad. We'll be back next week with more secrets and stories. Until then, please keep the stories coming in.